All right, all right. We're back at it. The boys. Midnight Climax. Uh, what you just heard was Free Nationals by my buddy uh, Antoine Watson. Uh, I don't know if he's got like a stage name or anything like that. Uh, you can follow him on Twitter at fucking groovy, which is a great name. But here we are, back at it, late to the game. I'm Ryan. This is my co-host, Alex. How you doing, Alex? Hey, how's it going? We are a little bit late. Uh, this weekend was absolutely crazy. I was working the whole time. Um, but you know what? Sometimes we're just a little bit late. Sometimes it's just... Uh, we need a day. We need to recharge. We need to get our shit in order. You know what? Actually, no. How dare you expect us to be professional? <laughs> how how dare you, as the listeners, expect any type of normalcy in this year of 2020? How dare you? Well, you know, I mean, we are, it's, it's technically Labor Day, right? It's a holiday. You know, I mean, we don't have to work on a holiday, do we? I mean, I guess. So, oh, so this is Labor Day right now, I guess, when we're recording this. Usually... I send stuff out at like Monday at like 6 a.m. so I can get people on the way to work. But I, I mean, I, I guess it kind of works. I mean, m- most people aren't working. Um, everyone I know, or at least everyone I'm seeing around in Delaware, is like fall down drunk like this whole weekend because it's like the last big weekend of the summer, uh, big like three day week and everything like that. People are drinking like it's the goddamn end of the world. <laughs> and I'm, I mean, to say that I'm insanely jealous is. Just doesn't do it justice. But I don't know, man. What's going on with you this week? Yeah, not really much is uh, going on this week. Uh, been working out. Been um, going to work. Uh, have to go to work next week in person as well. So there's that. Um, you got to be one of those people online who's just like, freaking rise and grind, man. Every day, that's all I do. Is I'm just, just, just trying to get the reps out, just working, just focusing on me. Let's get this spread. Let's get this uh, low-carb bread substitute. You, you need one of those, like, uh, big block text Instagram pictures with just, like, a like a stock photo of, like, the Joker or something in there. And just saying, like, yeah, they, they don't understand me when I'm working, man. I, I really need to, but, like, you know, do the rise and grind culture. I think that, that will definitely well, make mean, people relate to me a lot more on social well, media. Well, you lost, like, a lot of weight recently. Yeah, so I think... If anyone deserves it, I think you can kind of get away with uh, sneaking one in. I'll just keep telling people, let's get this bread and that the 9 to 5 lifestyle is not for let's, me while I go to the 9 to bread. 5 job. Yeah. Let's, let's get this bit bread. Secure back. the bag. Get the bread. You know what? You bitches are gluten-free because you don't deserve the bread. <laughs> but we'll figure it out. Oh, actually, while I'm here, um, I uh, have another another good friend of mine um, from, from, from around Delaware I, I wanted to shout out. Uh, if you guys want to follow at dadpool uh, underscore 302 on Instagram, he's really funny. Uh, he, I, I, I worked with him for like a, for, for, for a long time. I mean, I'm work, working with him now, but uh, he, he's tr- actually trying to get into podcasts himself. He's, he's going to be a guest on another show pretty soon, I think. But uh, he, he we, we were talking the other night about uh, getting uh, getting the show off the road. You know what I mean? Yeah, dude, this, this week has been crazy. I've been the most burnt out I've ever been. I, I'm working today. I'm, today's going to be my eighth day working straight. And I work until what day? I work until f- Friday. So it's, it's going to be like probably like 12 days straight working. And wow. The overtime is, 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 not, is not bad, but I, 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 can, I can feel myself aging. It just, 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 just my body is just deteriorating. Does the fact that you're getting paid more like you know, get you through the overtime. Do you think about how much money you're making while you're like being worked to, to death, basically? I mean, as, as I've, I've talked to you and uh, the listeners about a couple a couple weeks ago, I just spent so much money on fucking tuition that it's like a drop in the bucket now. So this all this working and everything is just mostly me just trying to keep my head above water because it's, 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 it's absurd how, how much money just fucking like online classes and like bullshit goes into this, but that's fine. That's fine. I I paid the price. I I had to buy my ridiculous podcast toys, and here we are. You know. Mm. But oh, so I, I I know Alex that that, that you 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 kind of prep some type of uh, stuff for this week. But before we get into anything crazy, uh, I want to talk about a thing that happened to me. It was probably like two three days ago. I think it was fr- Friday, something like that. So um, 
I'm 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 driving around. Uh, I go to this like residential neighborhood. Uh, I'm 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 just doing some some stuff for work. Um, I'm I'm just like typing some stuff out on my computer. I look up ahead of me, mind you. I'm I'm in like a regular suburban neighborhood. I'm in like a cul-de-sac, right? I'm I'm, yeah. I'm at like the, the 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 long end of the cul-de-sac, and I'm looking into like the dead end area. So at the end of this kind of like little cul-de-sac part is just a bunch of houses, as you would see, but a giant, huge balloon, like slowly filling up behind one of these houses. And I'm staring at this thing, and I'm completely distracted. I don't know what the fuck's going on. It's a hot air balloon blowing up, like what looks like in somebody's backyard. So I get out of my car. I'm, like I said, I'm, I'm still doing like work stuff, so I'm not really like supposed to be paying as much attention to it as it is. But there, there's there's like a guy like on his front lawn, like next to where my car is, and I'm like, "Yo, what is that?" He's like, "Oh, that's just the neighbors." They, uh, they, they, they got a hot air balloon. They like to, uh, set it up when the weather's nice. I'm like, what? You, you could just do that? And he's like, yeah, he, he, he flies it all the time. I'm like, no, that's bullshit. That guy's just like pulling my leg. No way. So I go do, I get my, I get my stuff done for work, whatever. I'm trying to like pull out. I, I wasn't looking at the house, but I look at the house and it's gone. Like the balloon's gone. So I slow down when I get to like the front of the house and I look up, it's like several hundred feet in the sky, what? like flying away from us. And I'm like, holy shit. Like, it's, I, I, I mean, I, I guess I don't know if that's some weird uh, thing, but like, I've, I've just never seen one that close and one or literally take off in front of me. And it, it took off from this guy's like backyard. So I put it on my, uh, my Snapchat or something like that. I'm like, oh, this is crazy. You see this hot air balloon? Like, just, 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 I, I had no jokes for it, no nothing. Just like, this is, this is nuts. And probably like four or five different people messaged me and they're like, is that like legal? Can they can they do that? Yeah, like, that's that's my you, question precisely. What's the legality? Is there any like air well, traffic I was like, control rules? Would you get shot? Well, down I was like by this. Like I was a, like, uh, I was like this. Like, well, one, I have no idea, and two, that's what I'm going to be doing for the rest of the day. <laughs> like, basically, I've been look at my so now I've, I've been looking up so many like weird hot air balloon stuff. I'm getting like hot air balloon ride like ads online. So I basically, think that's, that's like rare. How are you going to get like a hot air balloon ride ad online? Like, wh- what is their target demographic? Apparently, well, you. I think if you go, I think it's based on like what you're clicking and what you're searching. So, because like all, all the websites I looked up are like in like Iowa and stuff. Like, I don't even know if there are hot air balloon rides you can do in Delaware unless I'm out of the loop. So, anyways, so I'm looking this up, and apparently, to even fly a hot air balloon, you need some form of a pilot's license because it's like a federally uh, regulated like aircraft that goes in federal airspace and stuff like that. And a couple interesting things about hot air balloons for all you fucking hot air balloon fans out there might, might prove me wrong. But from, from what I kind of gathered is they can basically take off from pretty much anywhere except like restricted airspace as in like a, like an airport or like a military base or like a government building, stuff like that. But they can basically like fly wherever they want because there's kind of an understanding that once you get up in the air in a hot air balloon, you really can't control it like at all. Like you can kind of control like the altitude a little bit with like the little like propane little like fire thing that's coming out of it to like keep the balloon like constantly like inflating and deflating to like go up and down. But like direction wise, you can't do anything. It's just like the wind takes you wherever you go. So it's like absurd that we like, that's like any type of, it's not, it's not like a mode of transportation. Like you're not going anywhere once you get in a hot air balloon. And I had so many questions about them. Like I, I've never really thought about this in my entire life. I don't know why this is so interesting to me. Yeah. They can pretty much like go wherever they want. Um, they like land in people's like yards and stuff like all the time. And it's, it, they're kind of just allowed to, like if they land on private property, they're like, well, sorry about that. I'll, I'll, I'll take my 700 pound balloon and all these bl- baskets and I'm, I'm, I'm leaving, but see you later. Wait, you can and land on private property? Like, I could just land on top of someone's car or house and be like, oh, my bad. I got to get off, I guess. I mean, I might be wrong, but I think that's pretty much how it is. Because, like I said, there's an understanding that you have basically no control over, like, where you end up. I mean, you can kind of tweak it a little bit. Like, I'm, I mean, they, they are pilots and stuff for a reason. So, I'm sure they have a little bit of say on, like, where exactly it works out, like... I mean, it's like it's the wind. It's all. It's like basically all the wind that's doing all this shit. 
So I don't know. Maybe maybe I'm stupid. Maybe I've never. Maybe I'm way out of my depths. I'm just not reading this right. But it's like the wild west of like the air. It's because like <laughs> if there's a fucking balloon, and it's not like there's propellers on it or like fins or something like that for the air. Nope, just a balloon, just a big balloon in a basket. I'm just thinking about and, like you know like an airplane has it flies at a certain altitude, right? So the hot air balloon is not going to get to the airplane's altitude because you know there's collision. But what about helicopters? You know. What if there's like a helicopter flying and the hot air balloon gets, you know, hit by the blade? It could be an accident. Right. So so I was reading about that and they actually kind of go in the, all all three of them kind of go in each other's airspace like all the time. So they had uh, the guy in the hot air balloon, he has like a radio like that you would in like a regular like airplane stuff like that. And basically so usually when you see a hot air balloon it's the the crew involved is not just the hot air balloon. Like apparently sometimes there's uh there's there's people called like uh I forgot I don't know if it's called like trackers or trailers or something like that, but it's basically like a team of people like in a van that that is on like a like a radio communication with a hot air balloon following them around to try to like catch them when they land or I mean like basically just like be there when they land to like bring the hot air balloon back obviously and to like make sure they don't like go into like the wrong spot or like they don't crash and hit something because it's a, it's like kind of similar with helicopters. Like we don't really talk about it on the news, but helicopters and like hot air balloons and stuff like that crash all the time. And like small airplanes and stuff like that, like constantly, like unless you're on like a regular commercial, like jet blue flight. Like if you look at any, any, any like news website and you like scroll in like, like three, four pages, you'll always see like, Oh, small tube and plane crashes into the side of a brick wall or something like that all the time and i'm like this is absolutely crazy so (laughs) the other thing i learned um there are like schools and stuff where you can learn how to like do all this and i mean obviously there's of course it has to be but um the title for someone who flies one of these is called a balloonist and that's all i want to do with my life now i'm going to be a balloonist but I don't know. It's it, just, I mean, this it's just bizarre. It, it kind that, of like know, took like, over my day for <laughs> like. Nah, it's it's really bizarre that like you know you can just land anywhere. I mean, what what's the liability? Like you know, if you fuck up somebody's property with your balloon, like is the understanding that you had no control of the balloon, therefore it's not your fault, or are you held liable so for damage their property? So I looked up this like blo- blog post where. Basically, I guess this balloon like crashed on somebody's or like landed crash, whatever it is on somebody's property. And they had like dogs like in their backyard and the dogs came and they started like biting the balloon and they like tore it. And the balloons cost like tens of thousands of dollars. So now the balloon guy was trying to like sue the people who like own the property because like the the dogs like bit their balloon. And they got into like this whole legal battle because now like the homeowners association, whatever, like the, the home owners of insurance like got involved so now it's like balloon lawyers versus like property lawyers over who has to pay for this shit and who like, like i said i'm sure the rights of a balloonist like i really balloonists sound like very irresponsible people who don't care about destroying you know the property of others and will sue you if your dog i mean listen if a balloon landed in my yard and i have a dog i feel like my dog is in his right to bite the balloon it's a foreign object it's scary and what are you doing landing in my yard Right, right. I mean, obviously, you want to side with the homeowner, of course, because, like, you landed on my shit. I don't know who you are. You could be some strange foreign invader like in a balloon. But I don't know who wins that case, but I know I want to be there for it, for sure. I like, feel like we're creating this, like, eccentric, protected class of people who are balloonists. Like, <laughs> in, order to be, in order to be a balloonist, you need to have a lot of money to begin with, right? Because who the fuck drops like a couple like tens of g's and well if you have that money just buy a plane or buy a helicopter don't no but you have (laughs) a balloon is not like (laughs) like the two the two prerequisites for being a balloonist is you need to have enough money to own a balloon and number two you need to be eccentric so you have to be rich and eccentric and you can you have to have a lot of money and a bad relationship with your father is what you're that, saying. That might, you be, that to, might be the case. You need to. Your dad rejected to. Your dad rejected you as a child, so you flew away as an adult. And now you wanted you to float into the sky. You have a balloon, and you have lawyers who will protect you. Like I mean, if you have money for a balloon, screw I you, dad. You have money, I'm not flying away on my balloon. You have money for lawyers that will protect you. 
you know, in case, right, you know, right. somebody bites your balloon. Oh, the dog bit my balloon. I'm going to sue you. I'm going to, I mean, it's ridiculous. Honestly. Can you like, imagine, can you imagine like you're working a hard like labor job, like you're a construction worker and it's like backbreaking work and you're having like a really rough time. And then you really need the money because the bills are getting really steep. And then you get a letter in the mail for jury duty for a fucking balloon case. And you're like, they're going to pay me like $5 today to go skip work and sit and watch these people argue about hot air balloons. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to go crazy. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. No, but, then jury, jury duty. I mean, I'm, I'm not a fan. I don't know anyone who is, but literally like balloonists. I don't know. We really need to do something about balloonists infringing on our rights and uh, getting all of this. Uh, I didn't realize it was society. such an epidemic until the other day, but it's, it sounds absolutely crazy. But anyways, like, like I said, it, it, it probably took up like a several hours of my day just like looking up this stuff. I'm just like, this is the weirdest thing ever. And I, I honestly don't know if there are specific like balloon laws people have to follow. I mean, because for the most part, it's like regular air traffic laws and air safety laws and stuff like that. So they have to be compliant with like similar stuff that pilots have to be compliant with. But like I said, it's a fucking balloon in a basket. So at the end of the day, you're like, you're, you're at the mercy. Like once you get up in the air, you're kind of, it's kind of it for you. Like you, you can c- control a little bit of the altitude going up and going down, but where you go is where you go. I would imagine there's like yeah. a secret society of like balloonists that have their own bylaws that govern themselves or something, you know, but honestly, like who's policing? Can you imagine ballooning? like a drive by shooting with a balloon. <laughs> Somebody just like floats by and starts like, I don't I, I, like shoot you with a harpoon gun or something like that. Cause he's like some weird old timey fucking nutcase. Could you also but, then argue like you lost control? Like, Hey, I wasn't aiming at you, but the balloon went that way and I, I had shot you. I know this is going to be controversial, but I have to say it. We have to do something about balloon-on-balloon crime. Like, people say, no, there's a systemic issue with the balloons. And I say, no, they have to figure out their own airspace first before they mess with the helicopters and the planes and the jets. You know what I mean? These these balloons, they think they could just come float in and just just, just pop each other. And, you know, it's, it's, it's not right, is what I think. Okay, here's a hypothetical. Imagine I'm like, I have a hunter's license, I'm duck hunting, right? And I miss the ducks that are flying, and I shoot the balloon. Now, this person has no control of the balloon. Can I, I think then just use die, that yeah. as my? Can I use that as my defense and say, well, the person had no control of the balloon, therefore they got in the way of the ducks that I was aiming at, and it's not my fault that I shot their balloon, and they crashed. No, 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 no. I think you're thinking about this the wrong way. So, if you're in the woods, in full, like, duck hunting gear... And you shoot a gun and it hits a hot air balloon, you just leave. How who how do you prove that <laughs> how do you prove that murder? You're like, all right, well that was weird. I'm gonna go home and have dinner. <laughs> I should probably get out of here. Like you just don't get caught. <laughs> what do you mean? Like, oh I'm not thinking about the court battle. I'm thinking like, oh I th- hey honey, I just came home from work. Yeah, I just I just shot a balloon out of the sky today. She's like, all right, I shot great. a weird just, looking duck. It looked like a hot air balloon, but I'm pretty sure it was a duck. Like, yes, honey. All right. Uh, you, you're supposed to take out the trash today. And you're like, oh, this woman doesn't listen to me at all. God. <laughs> but I mean, I, cause, cause I mean, if the balloon starts to like lose air and pop, I just assume it's like a regular balloon where it just starts going crazy or like just going all over the place. And I'm sure it's not going to land right on top of you. I'm sure it's going to land like it could land like a mile away. So I think that's the perfect crime. I mean, yeah, I'm pretty sure it would be hard to prove. I mean, if they could find the, I mean, if you shot it with a certain gun, they find the bullet, they can get the, the tracing on the bullet, right? But other than that, right, like you're shooting bird shot at a balloon and the balloon pops. <laughs> it just... Your Honor, I thought it was a duck. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> it, it looked I, like a my duck. My eyesight's failing me. It, 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 was, it was brown and green. I thought it was a northeastern uh, mallard. <laughs> I don't know, but yeah, man, I don't know. I, we just got sidetracked for like 20 minutes about balloons and I don't regret a second of it, but yeah, li- literally we're like what? 25 minutes in and there's, we've been talking yeah, about yeah, my accounts like 21, 30, something like that. Yeah. Shit. But all right. All right. All right. So this, this, what, 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 what's really going on? What, what do we got? Can we, uh, is there, is a light in at the end of the tunnel here? This, this has been a, this has been a summer. I'll, t- I'll tell you that. But, uh, 
what, what, what's, what's, what's your thoughts? What, what, what do you got for closing statements for summer 2020? You know, I, I really just want to say that, you know, summer 2020 was a lot better than I thought it was going to be. You know, I mean, we're in September now. Um, it's pretty much over. You know, this is the, the classic end of summer, especially in the Northeast when, you know, the, the summer and the warm months are shorter than the cold months. But um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, so like, uh, so 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 you, you, you had a good summer. Tell me about that. Yeah, it was pretty good. I mean, I uh, I really liked going outside. Uh, I like going hiking. Um, I discovered I really like nature. I really like to go out hiking. I really like to go on trips to like the Catskills and um, nature places. Um, and I don't think I would have done that if it was a regular summer. Because like, you know, right, quarantine right. summer forced me out into like, you know, the outside. And uh, yeah, I discovered that, wow, nature is actually pretty cool. And it's really not bad getting a cabin upstate and chilling out. Right, right. So, yeah, I'll, I'll agree with you. So I'll say this maybe a little bit of a hot take or controversial, but I have been very lucky. I haven't had any, like, friends or family members that got really, like, sick or died or anything from any, any disease. Um, I've been pretty smart and safe with my own kind of family, my own friends, my small circle there. So I, I, the, the virus hasn't been too much of an issue, more of like a logistical thing than an actual like health thing. Um, my job security has been relatively intact. So I think, I mean, I still have, uh, checks coming in. I can still pay bills. So that part's all settled. And in terms of like how fun quote unquote, the actual summer was, you know, I think I had a, had a decent time. Like I, uh, I, I didn't go out to eat as much, so I saved some money. I worked a ton of overtime for various reasons. Um, I was pretty much busy as hell through like June and July, August. Um, I had a couple of beach days that we stayed away from everybody. We uh, kept our little distance. We we just, just just relaxed. But otherwise, like I think it was a not like not too bad of a time considering all the circumstances and the climate and the political blah blah blah. Like I think we did okay. I think this is uh, you know what. I'm 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 turning this around. How dare you guys rain on my parade for having a bad summer? I I'm trying to just post beach pics and people are putting in GoFundMe's for their various surgeries and funerals. How dare you? I'm 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 trying to I'm trying to live my best life, you know? Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. I got I got to lighten this up somehow. Like you you got to you got to just look at the bright side of things. I think for the most part objectively speaking is a very different summer than what a lot of people are used to. You're not going to the movies or the mall or restaurants and stuff like that. Oh, maybe you can go to a restaurant. Maybe you can eat outside. Maybe you can, uh, do some more open air stuff. Alex did some hiking. You can, uh, try to try to, try to, try to find some silver lining, you know, try to get a little, uh, whatever. I, like I said, all in all, it wasn't a complete waste. I think I, I, I got, I worked out a lot. I worked out a lot outside. Um, I did not get skin cancer from what I know. I, I mean, it, 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 I might have some dormant stuff somewhere, but as of right now, still in good health, feeling good, but I don't know, man. Yeah. I mean, like I will say that, you know, a, a lot of people are expecting this to be a bad summer and I'm pretty sure for a lot of people it was a bad summer. Uh, I'm lucky enough to have everything so good. I have my health. I have my family. Um, very fortunate for that. Uh, but yeah, I, I will say that. You know, with bars being closed, uh, I mean, usually summer, I like to go out with my friends to bars. So I, I end up drinking and, you know, it's an unhealthy habit, right? Whereas now... Well, yeah, don't get sure, me wrong. I, I'm, I'm still drinking. I'm just saving a lot of money while drinking. Yeah, yeah, me too. I mean, like I still, <laughs> I, I had stopped, I had stopped drinking for a while. Now I have drinks with my friends, of course, a lot less. But uh, yeah, I get to go outside. I get to enjoy the beach, like you said. Uh, outdoor dining is actually really nice. I, you know, for me, I was always like the guy who's like, all right, if we're gonna go dining somewhere, I want to dine indoors. You know, I like to. I don't know for some reason when I go to a restaurant, I want to sit down indoors in like a nice, you know, a controlled climate environment and uh, eat inside a restaurant. But honestly, dining bougie. outdoors is not. It's not bad. It's pretty nice, right. especially when it's. I mean, it sucks when it rains, but. When it's sunny, it's actually pretty nice. Yeah, that is that is how weather works. I believe you. I think I, honestly, usually when the weather's nice, I prefer to dine outside just because I don't like breathing people's air even before the virus. But I think, uh, like I said, 
not not the end of the world. I mean, despite what everyone's telling you, I think we're we're gonna be okay. Just everyone, just keep keep your health in order. Keep washing your fucking hands, whatever you gotta do. But uh, I don't know. So yeah, so this it's it's kind of interesting the way this whole thing is kind of panned out because now we're getting to a point where like gyms and stuff are opening too. And we're trying to get back there. You you you've been a big on a big workout kick for a while. What do you what do you think of the whole gym thing? Well, the gyms opened up um, actually last week on a Tuesday, and um, right. I went to the gym. Actually, first day it opened up. Where actually did I go the first day? And I remember expecting. I remember expecting there to be a long line. You know, if people wanted to get in, but then you know well, you got to imagine notice. waiting in line for the fucking gym. That'd be uh, awful. You know, the thing is, I've never waited in line for a gym, so I've never experienced gyms at full capacity. And this I don't is even like waiting for a machine at the gym. So, like making so basically like reopening the gym, they're allowing twenty five percent capacity. So I never really realized that twenty five percent capacity is probably like a very heavy gym day in general because the gyms are gyms are never at a hundred percent capacity. I've never seen unless I mean I mean of course I've gone to gyms in like New York City. Smaller gyms probably get to 100 percent capacity much easier than like gyms out in like New Jersey, which are much bigger. But well, yeah, yeah. when you think about it, the the capacity that you're talking about is like the fire code. And anytime a gym has like whatever the maximum amount of people in there, it's a it's a fucking zoo. Like you don't want to be there anyways. So like ideally, a good gym day is always like around like 20, 25 percent capacity. So I think it's pretty much back to normal with like masks and stuff now, right? Yeah, I will. I will say some reflections on uh, my gym experience for everybody who's uh, contemplating going to the gym. Uh, they did check. They checked my temperature upon entering the gym, Ooh. which I thought was. Uh, I thought that was good. Kinky. Honestly, there's a lot of like uh, hand sanitizer available, but the thing right. that's like you know pretty irking and you know annoying is that some people don't wear their mask the right way. There's literally people wearing them as, as a chin guard, you know. They're not covering their mouth. Do you have to wear them during, nose. like, cardio stuff, too? Do you have to, like, wear them on, like, a treadmill? You have to wear them while you're inside the gym, you know, which I'm okay with ah. that. I do I do my mask. You know, I'll, I'll wear my mask while I do my workout. But there's a lot of people with their nose out. There's a lot of people just breathing heavily into the air without covering their nose and half covering their mouth. Oh, yeah. I mean, and, either way, you're, you're breathing, like, recycled, stale air in a closed room. So, I mean, it's you're, you, you're going to get some germs transfer and stuff anyway so i think that's it's kind of part of it i've been yeah. i've been a little bit lucky i've been working out at like uh the little it's not even a gym it's like a little like weight room at my at my job so there it's relatively safe just because at most there's never more than like like three or four people in there ever yeah so i'm kind of i'm kind of lucky in that regard but uh, also you know who's in there right and if they get sick they would right, probably right, tell right. you right right there, instead of checking temperature, everyone just tongue kisses each other on the way in, so it keeps it really it's a uh, little little smooch upon entry. All, little, all, all the gyms are the same out. in there. Yeah, every, all, every, everyone's swapping swapping gyms. Yeah, they, just they, as a they stop they stop. It's, it's more my, of a tradition thing. Yeah, they stopped that at my gym. The guy who was doing that, they were like, "Yeah, you know, you, you can't do that anymore." So it's no yeah, more that's more of a camaraderie entry. thing than like a yeah. pr- precaution thing. But I mean, that, I, that that's just the rules at my place. That's all. But um. Yeah, so I think, well, the whole, we thought gyms were going to take this huge hit opening back up like this, but people don't realize that gyms, like, as a business, the whole purpose of them is to get memberships from people who are not going to show up or just, like, not show up all at the same time, obviously. So if a thousand people have a membership to this one branch of this one gym, you're probably not going to see a thousand people in a day. You might see a couple hundred at most, but they're all going to be at different times in that day. Cause you're not going to be there for the full 12, 16 hours. It's open. Even if it's like reduced hours, you're going to be there. You go in there 45 minutes to an hour to two hours, whatever it is, get your stuff done and you leave. And people are like cycling in and out throughout the day. So I think, I mean, maybe the first couple of days there might be like, like a little bit more of a crowd just cause people are trying to start things back up. But I mean, if, if you're saying it wasn't that bad, then I think we're pretty much back to normal, which, which is like a, with more masks. You know, like I'm just noticing gyms are like such a deceitful business in that if 100% of gym, you know, the people who have memberships at the gym showed up at the gym, there would not be enough space for all of them, for sure. You know, it'd be like a run on the gym. It's well, like I a run on the banks. There's, right, there's right. Enough capacity if everyone, if everyone showed up, yeah, if everyone showed up at once, they wouldn't even be at, like, you wouldn't even be able to stand shoulder to shoulder. Like, we'd be out the door. So... 
I, I wouldn't even say it's deceitful. I think they're just taking advantage of how lazy people already are because e- like even people with like a regular workout plan, they might not go to the gym every single day. They might go every other day or do some stuff outside for, for a couple of days and then come back or take a couple of days off if they get sore or something like that. So gyms are kind of counting on the fact that even the most like intense guys, they won't be there for more than like two or three hours a day, like even if they're crazy. Most people go like maybe once a day, maybe once every other day for like short amount of time, get their stuff done, maybe do a couple machines, whatever, and then leave, you know? So I think, I think it's a really smart business because it's super hands off. Cause for the most part, you don't really have to do anything. You buy the equipment, you pay the rent and you just check people in and out. And like the, the, the gym I went to in Jersey, there was like two, like, like two, three girls to the front desk. There was a couple just like trainers who were doing stuff with individual people but for the most part, it's just you and the weights and you and the treadmill, whatever it is, you know? So I think it's a great idea for a business because it's basically like tiny little like real estate. You know what I mean? It's like individual like rent for a building that everyone's pooling into. And you're like, pay, I mean, you are paying money literally to do physical labor as well. Like, Oh, yeah. Well, did, do you remember when um, the quarantine first started? It was like in March. There was yeah. like a mad dash to all these like sports equipment stores for like dumbbells and weights and stuff like that. I remember, um, I remember I just like went by one as everything was closing the entire rack of anything like weight related or resistance related, whatever was empty, like just cleaned out. And this is after they jacked up all the prices of anything. Cause like now they can, after they can like inflate it like two or three times and everyone's like, yep. Oh yeah, I'll pay it for sure. Like anything with like a, like a squat rack or some type of bench press or anything, or any like plate weights, stuff like that. Those are way up. I mean, I, I wish I like put some type of investment in some of these like fitness companies because all this like home gym stuff is making a killing right now. You know, like this really, I feel proud to be an American in that, you know, in the, this country gets hit with a pandemic and everybody runs to the gym equipment because everybody still wants to work out at home. I mean, I was expecting everybody to like go to the liquor store and just buy a shitload of alcohol or buy a lot of snacks and just get really fat. But there are some people who just really want to work out. And all, I think there's both the... because so when I when I when, when it first started for me, I was like, well, I'm going to try to take this time and use it for something productive because I, I wasn't in school at the time when it started. I'm, I'm just starting for this fall semester. But I was like, well, work's OK. I'm getting like decent hours and stuff like that. I'm, uh, I'm able to pay bills. I'm not worried about that part of it. As long as I don't get stabbed fighting for toilet paper, I think I'll be OK. So. For the time being, I would just, uh, all right, like, what do I, what do I want to get done? Well, I want to work out more. So I would start running every single day. Like, I think in March and April, I ran, like, almost every day. Um, May and June got a little crazy with, like, overtime for work. So I slowed down a little bit. But I was still, like, working out and doing, like, a lot of, like, body weight stuff, a lot of everything. And then uh, then I was like, all right, well, I got the whole fitness thing in order. I'm, I'm actually in better shape now than I was when the quarantine started. So I'm happy about that. And then I was like, well, maybe, I mean, I don't want to be watching Netflix and talking about the same bullshit that everyone else is talking about. Maybe I can do some type of creative kind of th- type thing. So me and you started this podcast. I'm having a great time with it. And hopefully this kind of like lasts a little bit longer than the uh, pandemic does because we, I, you and I were talking <laughs> about this yesterday. This virus could potentially be like a permanent or indefinite like thing. This could be kind of forever because we were talking about the way like viruses can mutate or things change this could turn into something like a flu or a cold where it's like recurring and it comes every year and it's like a different strain you got to get a different vaccine or whatever it is every year like the new flu shot could be the new covid shot so we could be kind of living like this forever and this is like i mean for some people they'll have it and they'll have no symptoms at all have no problem some people it's a fucking death sentence so this could be masks it could be, be a staple as like a fashion thing like forever so, like, people are going to have to either cure this thing or figure out how to get used to it because I don't think it's going going away anywhere. Imagine, so, like, coming up with, like, a COVID vaccine for each year. Like, there's a COVID-19, COVID-20, COVID-21 version vaccine. Like, because it keeps, you know, mutating. There's a, I don't know. I mean, like, I'm not, I'm not an immunologist or anything. But I've, I've been, I mean, I've heard that the virus is quickly mutating. There's different strains. And oh, yeah. There's, well, like, there's the, different... the, the symptoms can start to change. 
Uh, they're saying like even geographically, like some of the medicine that we could use here might not work in like in Asia or in like a Europe or in like an Australia or something like that, just because if it spreads around enough, it could start kind of branching off and separating into like different strains of the same virus. Yeah, the so, thing is like there's different takes in the media as well saying that uh, even if there's a vaccine or even the vaccines that come out might not even be forever. It could give you temporary immunity. But I mean, as soon as it mutates and everything, who knows what's going to happen? Maybe there has to be a new vaccine. What if, and I'm going to go out on a limb here, what if we get the vaccine twice? <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I don't really know anything about medicine or anything like that. But I think that, yeah, like I said, this could be some type of semi-permanent situation. This could this could last a while. So I don't know. I think uh, for me, the priority was like, all right, I got to get my health in order, fitness in order. I'm, 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 I've been... We, we, we've been trying to like do more grocery shopping, preparing meals like myself instead of eating out. Um, I, I still do like takeout and stuff from time to time, but I'm trying to veer away from that a little bit. But I got my creative kind of thing going with the podcast. I got the health thing in order. So if this thing does end, we're going to come out of it slightly better than we were. I mean, if all goes well, right? Yeah. And I hope like the good habits, you know, even if, you know, the best case scenario, we end up eradicating the virus miraculously. I hope our good habits, you know, carry on into like, I guess, the new normal world that we'll come into. Yeah, we may have to say goodbye to the gym tongue kissing, but otherwise, everything yeah. else could, could come back as long as people keep their good, good, good habits and stuff like that. So, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm okay with it. I think uh, everyone got a little rattled because this kind of happened. I wouldn't say it happened all at once, but it happened fa fairly fast where things kind of escalated but now people are kind of finding some type of normalcy which is good mm. well i don't know so it's funny with the whole gym thing I, I you know i were talking about this a little bit before um before all the whole virus thing every there were so many opportunities to like just dip and just like ah man not, maybe not going to do the gym today or maybe i don't really feel like it or training or it's whatever but now there's like well here comes the the virus. I don't know. I'm, I was I was getting a little scratchy throat yesterday. I don't want to infect the entire building, so maybe maybe we'll stay away today. So you kind of get like some like blanket excuse that people really didn't need for the gym. There's a million reasons to skip the gym. Oh, but. for sure. Like under normal circumstances, right? If it's raining outside, oh, it's raining. I don't want to go out. Is or it's too cold. I'll go tomorrow when it's not as cold. Or it's too late. You know, you come up with like stupid excuses to not work out, right? But now you literally right. have. You know, there's a literal pandemic around the world, right. and especially in this country. So right. you can go and say, all right, well, I actually have a legitimate excuse not to go to the gym because there's, there's still it's a like chance. It's like a catch-all blanket excuse for everything. Yeah, it's great. Oh, for sure, yeah. Uh, I mean, I'm, I'm sure it translates into some other stuff too, right? Yeah, I mean, uh, I mean I'm not going to get into detail. Uh, I had uh, I was talking to this girl I met, and... Uh, you know, we were we we're going to go on a date, you know, maybe like mm -hmm. we planned a date in like two weeks, you know, just to get to know each other, have dinner. And we were texting and all. And she goes and she says, oh, well, I I want to come clean. You know, I started seeing another guy. Uh, and, uh, uh -oh. you know, before before we get on our <laughs> date, you know, I just want to be honest. You know, I'm seeing somebody else. Uh, we shouldn't go on the date. And I said, well, you know what? Thanks for your honesty, at least. You know, that's that's a nice way to do it. But, you know. She could have just said, hey, you know, I, I got COVID-19. Uh, we can't do this. What the fuck? <laughs> she could have been like, yeah, uh, my grandma was coughing yesterday. So I don't know if I caught anything. I don't want to give her some more stuff, whatever. She's like, nope, I just don't like you as a person. I'm seeing other people actively in spite of that. So <laughs> sorry, bud. <laughs> I mean, no, kudos, kudos to her for being honest because, you know, there's, there's a lot of I'm no, sure not kudos to her. There, yeah. She had the opportunity. She had an out. She had an opportunity to lie. She, Like I said, this is the year of flaking. She could have gotten away with any trivial, small virus-related excuse and have been fine, had no judgment. Everyone's a little bit on edge. Everyone's a little bit cautious. And she's like, nah, I just, <laughs> I like this other dude better. <laughs> That's fucked. Hey, soft, <laughs> soft, soft lies versus hard truths. Yeah. Like I said, I mean, just, just, just lie to me. Just, just, just say, you know, eh. I'm coughing. Like just, just text, just text them from a different account. Be like, sorry, uh, Ryan died. Ryan, <laughs> Ryan, Ryan didn't make it. If you see him again, that's his brother. Don't, don't worry about it. But 
he he he, he really he, re- he really liked you. Can't can't do it. <laughs> we couldn't go to his funeral, you know, COVID stuff. Sorry. Well, I don't know, man. I think uh, it's 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 a mess. So this is like, like I said, this is like the year of flaking. You can have any type of conversation. You can get out of it anyway. Any excuse for anything, you're good. Well, oh, for sure. So this is oh, we got to talk about this too. This is episode ten now, right? This is this is kind of a little milestone for us. Oh, wow. We got to got uh, quite a few episodes, yeah. Yeah, we got it. We, we we got ten under the belt. We're officially an established show. We have uh, we're across several plat- platforms. Where we're, we're pretty much the real deal. I thought this was gonna be a little experiment we did, but like I said, right now the goal is just to outlast COVID, and then uh, we we can kind of go from there. What do you what are you thinking about uh, evolving the the show? What do, what do you think we go next from here? We did a lot of bullshitting. What how how can our bullshitting get uh? get better going well, into fall we've got we've got like a lot of mics now so i think we should start you know incorporating more guests <laughs> guest empiricists yeah i just know. i just got i just got more microphones in the mail so we're gonna have some more guests on um yeah we can have some like recurring segments with some extra people i don't know we, we have to be very territorial about the show we have to really kind of it, it's it's our baby it's our property so if anyone else comes in as like a guest or like recurring guest or co-host or anything we got to treat it like a gang they got to get sexed in or or beat in whatever it is and then we can uh just progress a little smooch really, on the uh, lips you know just, just yeah, a little yeah. smooch like to... i said it's, we're, we're 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 like the latin kings you got to get sexed into the gang to, to join midnight climax family we, we, we have we have to we have to jump you but it's really hard to jump someone with two people so maybe, maybe we'll wait until we get more and then start like retroactively jumping people that might be it but I don't know. We got um, I I got a lot of people interested in doing some stuff for the show. We have some friends from kind of like various backgrounds and jobs and interests and stuff like that. Uh, we kind of botched one of the interviews. I was playing with one of our friends. We had a what one of our friends. He's he's really into doing like the like the video game streaming and stuff. We have friends who are doing like like DJ type stuff. We have friends who are in fucking Mexico right now, right? We have some globetrotting yeah, friends, friends who are taking uh, COVID vacations, yeah. Fighting fighting all uh f- f- fighting the odds and flying on planes and, and and coughing on strange women and now they're 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 out and uh taking a dive. This P word is wet. Come take a dive. God damn it. I still got that on the soundboard. I forgot. <laughs> yeah, so we like I said we, we we got a lot of different people we can kind of start working into the show. Fucking we we, we could talk about Money? Are you you're big into Tesla lately? It's making you some 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 oh, yeah, bank Tesla stocks. Yeah, the stock market getting into been... getting into stocks. Yeah, I've been. Uh... I, I I invest like an old man. I I just get like little tiny dividend stocks and I sit on them and like a little money grubber and I just 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 don't do anything exciting with them. I, I don't really do any don't day know. I really don't know how to trade like professionally. I just look at different cool stock symbols and I'm just like, hey, Tesla sounds cool. I like. I like how Elon Musk wants to go to Mars and uh, electric cars sound cool. So I bought some when it was cheaper and now it's a lot more money. So, I mean, like, I'm not really qualified to give financial advice, but uh, yeah, if you buy stocks, sometimes you will make money, but there are many times where you will lose money. Just the amount of information that you need to learn to like really get involved in like the finance game and everything, I would just say that it extra large and extra hard. It is extra large and it is extra hard to really just kind of get all this. And I don't know. I mean, it, it's it's a little bit over my head. I'm trying to like teach myself this because that was kind of like my New Year's resolution. Like last year was to get a little bit more financially money, whatever literate. And I made like a little bit of money with the whole stocks thing. I I, I set up some like a Roth IRA, whatever the fuck. I set up some like retirement type accounts and stuff like that and i bought stocks now now, now i'm a, now i'm a stock owner i'm i'm, I'm a big wig now so take that ladies what do you well, think i don't of, know i mean like speaking of stocks like what do you think like the economy is gonna head after this i mean so i was thinking about winter time and what are the restaurants gonna do honestly i mean are you gonna have indoor dining with like a limited capacity indoors because you know once flu season comes around and people start right. getting the sniffles and everything. Are you going to feel safe well, dining stock, into a restaurant? Well, the stock market right now is very interesting because when we're talking about like the huge, like big index funds, stuff like like S and P five hundred and all that, and like the big large conglomerates of like multiple stocks, 
people don't realize that like the the biggest companies, which are like probably like the big like tech companies, stuff like that, like uh like Amazon and Facebook and Apple and stuff like that, they make up like a pretty large portion of those like bigger indexes and bigger like funds and stuff like that. So when they're doing well, which they would right now because they're a tech company, so they're not like reliant on manufacturing and stuff and like other other types of the industry that other places are, they can do well and it'll make it look like the whole stock, like the stock market as a whole is doing well when it might not be the case. Like there's a ton of restaurants shutting down. There's a ton of problems with real estate right now. There's a ton of problems. Like we, we could potentially get to a point where we just don't have movie theaters anymore, which is, well, I, I guess it's okay. But like there are so many like movie theaters around me that are closed. Like I saw um, a trailer for this movie coming out. It's called like, Tenet or something like that, which is like this crazy trippy like action movie. I'm like, oh, wow. And it says only in theaters. I'm like, only in theaters? What fucking theaters are open? So there's like an app I have to like look up like the closest one near me. And like it's like hundreds of miles away. There's one in like Pennsylvania. There's one in like Brooklyn. Like I'm not like traveling across the country to see like a movie for $14. You know what I mean? I think uh, movie theaters might be opening up in New Jersey. Or I don't know if they have already opened up. But that's, I mean, I don't know. I wouldn't be safe. I wouldn't feel safe uh, going into a movie theater to watch a movie. Yeah, well, there's another thing right now. I think there's a movie coming out. It's like a Disney movie, uh, the new live action, like Mulan movie, which is like the the girl from China, whatever, pretends to be a, a guy and joins the army, this and that. So they, they made a live action remake of that movie. So apparently they're putting it on Disney Plus, but making a, another paywall behind that. So it's like a pay-per-view thing only on another paid service for like 30 bucks. And people are saying like, oh yeah, if you buy that movie or if you pay that crazy $30 like on-demand fee to like pay that movie, they're probably going to start releasing a lot more movies like that. So now the only way we're going to be able to see more movies is if you shell out fucking 30 bucks on something like a Netflix <laughs> or something like a Hulu, which can be crazy. So she's under uh, the the main actress in Mulan is like under a little bit of fire for being, I guess, critical of like the Hong Kong protests and stuff like that, which is kind of its own issue. But people are like boycotting the movie for that reason and for the whole paid reason. And so it's kind of like it's that they're using that movie as like a, a test for how movies could be like released later. And I think we got to find some type of middle ground in between only in movie theaters, but this movie theater is only open in fucking Akron, Ohio, or yeah, you can get it on demand, but it's a million dollars and we're going to take your firstborn son. Like there's, there's gotta be some type of middle ground where you can just do some type of regular on demand service that'll keep the movie industry going, but also not be unreasonable for everyone else to get it. You know what I mean? You know, like in upstate New York, they have drive-in movie theaters. I've never been to a drive-in movie theater, but honestly, like, I wouldn't mind it sounds trying fun. it out. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I've always seen it on, like, TV or, like, other movies. People go to, like, a drive-in movie theater, right? But I don't know. I, I guess it's uh, it's worth trying out. You got to go to a, go a drive-in movie theater. You got to bring your sweetheart. You got to give her a kiss on the cheek and see if you get your peck of held. I don't know. But, yeah, man, I think, uh, yeah, we can start doing some I, – I, I don't know if there's any even near me where I live. So, I, I don't know. I got to – probably somewhere in like the farmlands in delaware i gotta drive around like find it delaware is not even a big state is it it's pretty small now it's tiny it's tiny absolutely tiny there's like well we, we, we talked about this before there's three counties it's geographically speaking the only state it's bigger than is rhode island like i think even hawaii is bigger than delaware wow and it's like the it's like it doesn't even have a million people in it it's like 45th or whatever in, there's in population. So there's only five states that have less people in it than Delaware. Whoops. All right. We can fix that in post. But yeah, I don't know. I think going forward, they're going to try to do a bunch of like soft open to some places dried out and stuff like the whole virus thing. It's really, I'm, I'm, I'm not saying it's like immeasurable to find out how it's spreading, stuff like that. But since it's, we're dealing with like an invisible, intangible kind of thing, it's really hard to measure success in the way that like, all right, keeping this business open will be good or it won't spread as much or closing this will be good. Cause like the economy is like bleeding right now. People are suffering. There's, there's a lot of shit going on with small businesses and stuff like that. But for the most part, we got it. We got to make some type of change to make sure everyone is 
relatively like fed <laughs> for the time being. Because like yeah. if you own your own business, you should be able to operate it if you go about it the right way and you're following all the precautions and everything like that. You know what I mean? So I don't know. Maybe maybe every business might not be as accessible, but for the most part, like people are obviously you you everyone takes a risk every time they go outside. So if if you as a customer want to take a risk and you want to go outside and you want to frequent a business, I think maybe that should be on you. So if so, I mean, if if businesses want to open and you want to go in those businesses, I think it should be okay as long as everyone's doing everything the right way. They're keeping masks and wearing gloves and not uh, doing weird stuff. You know, I mean, I think it'll be okay. You know, like I like to surround myself with very smart people, and uh, all these smart people think that there's going to be a second wave. What do you think? Do you think there's going to be a second wave? I wouldn't say so much like a second wave more than it's kind of just going to be like a rolling, continuous thing that's kind of like just never really fully goes away until probably like a lot further down the line, maybe like 2021 or 2022. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I wouldn't say like it's going to be a huge spike immediately, but I'm going to say that like we're going to continue to have cases in kind of like a trickling kind of fashion until either everyone has got it and passed it or we have some type of cure. You know what I mean? So, cause it's, it, it's, there's, it's not going to stop, especially now, but we, we got people who can get like the antibody test. Do we even know if those people can be carriers anymore or they had it in there, they're cured of it or what? Like, I mean, there's so, cases of people who have finished or who have been, I guess, de- defeated you COVID-19. You can get it twice. According to, I mean, I've speaking to some people in the medical field, and they said that they've seen cases in which people have gotten it twice. Well, that's fucked. That that kind of invalidated everything I said. So, fuck it. I, mean, I changed my mind. We're all going to die. It, you can get it. I mean, first of all, I mean, like two two unrelated questions, you know, but like what constitutes the end of the first wave, right? Do we have to get to zero cases? Because if that's the case, there's new cases every day in New York. There's always been, and they're always in the hundreds, you know, 500. No, 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 no. I, I, I don't think it has to hit zero. No. So when we talk about waves in terms of like a spike in numbers, think about it like you talk about like the cold. So like potentially you can get the cold all year round or the same thing with like the flu and stuff like that. But during like a flu season and during a cold season or whatever it is, you can, those numbers will spike a little bit during maybe a three-week period or like a four-week period, and then they'll go down, then they'll go back up. That's what they're talking about when they talk about like waves in that manner. Because I'm, I'm sure like I'm, people still have like SARS now, you know what I mean? People still have polio. So it's not like at, there's not a lot of places where you're just going to hit zero for everyone. Like people are still getting malaria. People are like, it's, it's, there's, there's, there's never going to be a zero number then, again, I don't then think. What, I, I'm wondering what the threshold would be for the first wave to be done. A lot of people say, like, even even New York is still, like, at the end of its first wave, you know, compared to how it was in, like, March and April, but there's still hundreds of cases per day. Well, I don't know. I just think of it in terms of, like, a graph with a whole spike where it went up to what looked like a peak, and then it went back down to what it was before, or at least close to that, and that okay, you need yeah, to consider yeah. that a wave, right? Yeah. So, but there I might don't know. Be- th- th- it's... It's not for me to say anyways, you know what I mean? I mean, like, so I guess what everybody wants to avoid or everybody would be scared about is if, like, you know, we see March or April or worse, you know, in New York again. And, I mean, of course, nobody wants that to happen. The second question uh, that I was thinking about was... Uh, I don't know. I think uh, it's just this the whole thing just kind of, like, put a bad taste in my mouth. Because, like I said, you, we, we could be critical of like the government and just kind of like the public at large and people who are kind of not handling this the right way, but it was never going to be a good situation regardless. That doesn't excuse anybody, but I think it's just kind of overly optimistic to think that this was going to go perfectly fine with no issues and no hangups because people are going to make mistakes. People are going to make bad judgment calls. Like I said, we, we said this before Americans as like a populace are like the most, they hate any type of direction or being told what to do so even in the best circumstances i don't think anyone would have got on board with the masks right away or the whole covid kind of restrictions and stuff like that so it's it's it was gonna be shady all around like i i we 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 probably should have seen that part from the start but i remember i don't know uh, it it, it can always get better so yeah my my second question um even so even with a vaccine, you know, or, you know, the if you can get it twice, even if you have antibodies uh, or if antibodies end up not being, 
you know, a thing that will stop you from getting it twice. Or if antibodies, because I've he- I'm hearing antibodies disappear after a few months, right? So even under those conditions, and even with a vaccine, which will only give you, maybe will only give you immunity for a few months. We don't know. The books are still out. And with a rapidly evolving virus, which has different strains and it, it mutates, it changes. How do we contain that? I mean, like we have. I mean, we, we really contain it the same it. way we contain. We contain it the same way we contain like the cold and the flu now. So I mean, there 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 are people that wear masks like kind of as a precaution for those things, or like if if they have family members who are sick or they want don't want to pass on germs anyway. So like I said, the masks might be a kind of forever thing for a lot of people. It might be like a something we either learn how to treat better or we learn how to approach better. But there, like I said, I mean. Even when COVID ends officially, whatever it is, there's going to be another one. There's going to be another virus. People are going to start stocking up on masks just for that one. So it's it's this is kind of just the way things are going to be now because we're going to get these like super viruses that are like immune to treatment and they're getting stronger and stronger just based on just surviving multiple fucking waves of treatment, you know. So it's this is kind of going to be how it is for a lot of a lot of things until we get I just just better with medicine and better at virus treatment, you know? So I think, I don't know if that's a good answer, but I think that's, that's kind of where we're at. And you know, like the WHO wasn't really, uh, what's it called? Clear on whether you can transmit it, uh, asymptomatically. Cause there are some people who get it and they'll never just, they'll just never have symptoms. You know, I think and, they've got no fucking idea. I, I mean, think the, they've so got the, w, no the idea. WHO. So there was a lady from the WHO. Uh, this was like a couple months ago. I don't know if there was ever any follow up to this because like, I didn't see anything. But they were reporting, oh, asymptomatic transmission is very difficult. And then the next day after making that statement, the WHO walks back and says, well, this is based on one study. Uh, we're not we're not in a position to say that this is definite. So so what what is it? it how should we interpret that? Is it, you know, asymptomatic case uh, transmission is rare? Is it not happening? Uh, how rare is well, it? I don't, if it I don't is think, rare? I don't I don't think they want to make any definitive statements anyways, but the WHO as a whole is really kind of weird and it's got like weirdly political now. Like I think I, I heard like Trump pulled out some of the US representation in there, so now they're very much uh kind of like a China run organization. Like they had the whole controversial interview where the lady was talking to the WHO guy and she was talking about Taiwan and he just tried to like turn the conversation off and then when when uh he like hung up on her on like zoom or whatever and then she she called him back and he's like oh never mind no next question sorry i'm not talking about that so like and this is a this is a medical like uh institution like it's it's uh, it's one of those things where we got to trust scientists and doctors on this at least on our level and in terms of some like weird governing body or whatever see what the cdc is doing see what our own country wants to do about it just listen to science listen to doctors i i, I mean i don't think anyone's going to give us a definitive statement about a lot of this stuff because the second it, it turns out like one of the stuff is not true or it's, it's it's different than the facts that they're giving us we're never going to trust them again you know there, there was a whole issue in march where they were going back and forth about masks and it's okay one time it's okay not okay another time or we got to save the masks just for these people or there's a shortage of this so I, I may be talking out of my ass for a little bit of this, but for the most part, just listen to your own doctors. Listen to, if you're in like the science field, listen to the peers who are like working on it in that regard. The, I, the WHO is, is very strange right now. I don't know what kind of answers they do have. I mean, like, yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure there's a lot of like issues with, you know, that just like there's issues with a lot of international organizations, you know. I do think that the existence of a World Health Organization is something that humanity needs to manage, you know, global responses to pandemics such as this, you know, like in theory. Yeah. But unless it has appropriate representation and direction from like all the major countries at the same time, then it's going to get like weirdly political and stuff like that because people are corrupt in general. It's not like a one individual country is bad or one government is fucking things up. It's just like people are shitty unless there's some type of way to have like responsibility. I don't know. I'm, 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 I'm kind of getting off track here, but I, I agree that there should be some type of larger kind of group, kind of like health organization, but we just got to get better. We just got to get better. Well, I don't know. There's a little, little heavy for this week. I think uh, we're going to try to, I, I just, I just want to talk about hot air balloons. That's all I want. I, I don't care about anything else anymore. 
I'm, I'm, I am a balloonist at heart. Kind of done. Uh, anything else we're missing? Oh, I, we, we kind of fucked this up a little bit earlier, but uh, Alex and I had a little, little, little drinking episode a few, few episodes back. We were talking about like the Karate Kid for like a half hour, and the new little Karate Kid TV show just came out on Netflix. So I'm gonna go on record saying that I am taking full responsibility for that. We, we, we pushed it forward. We got people talking, and now the Karate Kid is mainstream again. So you're welcome. I, I did that. But otherwise, uh, I think, I think uh, this is a weird one for us. We talk about hot air balloons. We talk about COVID nonsense. I think this is just the theme of the year, just, just virus bullshit. And it's going to be too much, you know? Yeah. I mean, every conversation everyone has is somehow related to it's just exhausting. the virus. It's just fucking exhausting. Complaining about the virus, or what are you doing in the pandemic, or uh, are you want do you want to go dine out? Remember when we used to dine inside restaurants? We're outside now, or how do you like? I mean, yeah. it's just there's all these conversations have been had. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll we'll, we'll try to figure it out. I'll see if, see if we can try to get a little 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 easier next time. Just do something more fun. But how do you feel about this one, man? We're good. We're good. All right. Well, I think uh, I'm all right with where we're at. Um, Oh, so to close the show out, uh, I, I said before that we had my buddy, his name Antoine Watson. I think he went by like Wonton or something back in the day for his little music uh, career. But he, 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 like, he, he makes a lot of different types of music. And this other song that I have to close this out with, it's called All I Need. And he recorded and sang and, and wrote everything for it. He, he made the whole thing. And I think it came out really good. And a lot of friends of mine are probably going to be very excited to hear this but otherwise i think that's about it for midnight climax uh any closing any closing thoughts uh that's it for me all right man let's get the fuck out of here here is all i need from my boy watson take care I think you're all I need.